0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica.
1: Today's topic, big D's in the NFL. Disappointments. What did you think I was talking about? Stone the Banowits hit the open.
0: On your mark. Get set. Go. You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What?
2: Did we just become best friends? Yep.
3: Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it
0: up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. It's Ken LaVica live on ESPN
1: 106.3. Jeanette just made it rain singles on me. What the hell was that? I had some leftover from Costa Rica, you know. What were you doing? I thought you were vacationing in Costa Rica, not working. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no, no,
3: I was the one throwing the <laughs> oh, money this okay. time.
1: All right. That was awesome. <laughs> Disappointments in the NFL. What are they going to be? Ken Levick alive on a Thursday here on ESPN 1063. Free ESPN app It on your smart speaker. And a John Levine action in attorney studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers. And yes, the Intracoastal is warm and uncomfortable and probably mosquito ridden. Still on the Banner, Friday Night Lights. He runs this Catastrophe Radio Life partner uh, until 2 o'clock, and she is back. The dog appears to be okay. Yes, We discussed thankfully. Barkley yesterday. Thank you. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, back from ending her sobriety. Her vacation, her trip to Costa Rica, she made it in one piece. She is heavily bruised, (laughs) but she is here. She has arrived. Welcome back.
3: Thank you. I don't want to say it's nice to be back because I'd obviously rather be Mm -hmm. Costa Rica in a pool. I get it. With uh, un tigrillo, which was my alcoholic beverage of choice. Oh, what's in that? Absolute uh, tangerine. Mango passion fruit puree. It was fantastic. Oh, that does
1: sound delicious. It was
3: great because it was like a good morning liver kind of drink.
1: So <laughs> a I, good liver healing type of drink. Yeah,
3: so of course I'd rather be in Costa Rica um in a pool party right now, but I did miss you guys, so I'll say that. I
1: appreciate that. Um uh, Jeanette brought in some Costa Rican chocolate, eighty two percent cocoa, yep. correct? Yep, yep. Uh so it was Ooh. delicious. You didn't get any? Oh come on. I yeah, got of course first. I did. And um, I made it rain on you. Yeah, Jeanette made it rain, but not Costa Rican money. It's just American singles. No. Uh, but she did bring me an American Airlines Biscoff cookie as yeah, well. Those so. are, I
3: think those are so overrated. What? I think they're so... Obviously, that's why I didn't eat it, and I offered it to somebody in this office.
1: Oh, Biscoff cookies rule, man. Uh, I am totally into that, and I heard they're making like a Biscoff cookie cereal uh, as well. Uh, so I would be
3: more excited of the way the biscoff cookie would affect the milk after sitting in it and then drinking the milk than eating the actual biscoff. Some cereal. people
1: uh dip those biscoff cookies in like coffee. Yeah, I think that's honestly what they're made for. I think that's what the deal is. Yeah. 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 Are biscoff cookies made to dip in coffee? 8887603776. <laughs> <888-760-3 laughs> We're, <back. laughs> We're back, baby. Better than ever. All right. Um I, I want to get to the Costa Rica trip. I want some details on that, some of the deets oh, of dear. The kids say. But before that I want to talk about disappointment. Now, I understand that there are many days on this show where people tune in and they say, huh, I wonder what Ken and company, what they're going to talk about. And then we devolve into all sorts of uh, very juvenile discussions and double entendres. And we're a disappointment. So we're going to talk about something today that, trust me when I tell you, I have full knowledge of. I know what it's like to be a disappointment. I know what it's like to have heavy expectations and fall flat on my face. It is sort of the story of not just my career, but my life. And when we collectively get together, Jeanette, I feel like we have fun, but I think to the general public, sometimes we're a bit disappointed. I have no regrets over it, but... We're used to living that life.
3: Yeah, that's a personal issue in their department, though. Like, they can get over it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, deal with it. We're going to keep being proud disappointments. But in yes. the NFL, <laughs> if you're a disappointment, like, I'm still going to get a paycheck, right? Mm-hmm. Like, despite despite us being disappointments, if the bosses are happy, still going to get checks, right? Uh, we're still going to get paid. Life is still going to be good in the NFL. If you're a disappointment, you miss the playoffs, you don't live up to personal expectation, you get cut, or changes are made, or jobs are lost. It's a big business. Us jacking around on the radio for two hours every day, a little bit less significant than the, the rigors, than the, the pressure of the NFL, okay? So Bill Barnwell of ESPN.com uh, today came out with who he believes are going to be the five teams, the biggest disappointments, In the NFL this season. The five teams that will lose more games than they did a year ago. And those five teams are the Falcons. And they already had a pretty low bar. The Packers. The Raiders. Ooh. The Steelers. And the Titans. Thinking the mighty Titans are taking a step back. Those five teams will lose more than they did a year ago. Perhaps not missing the playoffs outright. And Bill Barnwell is very clear that, hey, these teams could still make the playoffs, or a couple of them. The Falcons are not sniffing the playoffs. I want to make that abundantly clear, okay? (laughs) But the Titans might just not be the number 1 overall seed like they were a year ago, right? Um, The the Raiders, they're in such an exceptionally difficult division, it's going to be difficult for them to finish above five hundred, And so... I figured, you know what, it's easy to just say teams, and we can talk about disappointing teams, but why don't we extrapolate this conversation and talk about, on its face, the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year, whether it's teams or players or just separate aspects of the NFL. And you know what I'm not looking forward to most? And they had a press conference yesterday, and they've unveiled their new theme music. It's Thursday Night Games on Amazon Prime. I don't trust Amazon Prime to give me a good Thursday night NFL viewing experience. And I appreciate the effort they made going to buy Al Michaels away from NBC. The Al Michaels Kirk Herb Street broadcast booth, I don't know what to expect, but I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. But I also I I'm a big believer in streaming. I watch a lot of a lot of things on my phone, okay? Mm. But and I'm I'm lucky that I I have a smart TV in my room. Okay, so I can just flip on the Amazon Prime app and watch it. Now the problem is there's a lot of folks here that listen to us that I have a feeling don't don't have the smart TV in the room. So what are you doing? Are you watching your your tiny little phone laying in bed? Do you subscribe to Amazon Prime? That is another problem. Fund you're going to have to put out there if you want to watch Thursday night football if it's out of market. Chances are if the Dolphins are on Thursday night football, one of the local networks is going to pick it up, right? But what if it's a game you want to watch that's being played in Kansas City? It's like the Chiefs and the Chargers. Yeah, a game you circled on your calendar. You circled on your calendar like we talked about yesterday. You're going to have to pay the extra, get Amazon Prime. Chances are you may have already spent money on the new NFL app. So it's just an extra cost to watch a random Thursday night game. I don't like that. I don't like that. I'm not looking forward to it. And again, I've seen how Amazon Prime and the streaming baseball has struggled with it. I don't see any reason why the NFL wouldn't struggle with it either, at least initially, because that new NFL app has been a disaster since they launched that thing.
3: So I was going to say I prefer it over the NFL Network. I like the idea of Amazon Prime moving into that space over the NFL network.
1: Really? Because it's more, more attainable girl. for us. A- ah. I'm
3: definitely an app girl.
1: See, I, I get, get the NFL network, so it was fine for me. But now i got to get on the app. i got to do the thing. I'm trying to look out for others. It's kind of difficult. And I'll say this, too. And I am not one to question the great Al Michaels. He's one of the greatest to ever do it. But Al Michaels isn't what he was 10 years ago, either. I'm intrigued by Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet together, but big game feel, Al Michaels doesn't do it for me anymore. I I think (laughs) Mike Tirico is going to be a good addition to NBC. It's a good thing that Mike Tirico is going to be calling Sunday night football Mm -hmm. Right. Like, that's good. Al Michaels, Kirk Herbstreet, Kirk Herbstreet, who's done what, two, three NFL games in his life, and Al Michaels, (laughs) who, yes, a legend, but... A little bit of the, the 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 MPHs have come off the fastball, right? Mm-hmm. That's 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 your Thursday night experience. So me, that's what I think is going to be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year. This could be anything. Like I'm saying, I'm looking at an app. I'm looking at Amazon Prime. But
3: like you just described, if you have a smart TV, which I would highly suggest investing in one. If you don't, you have Chromecast too. You can just play the app through your. Their- through your TV as well.
1: I tell you what, each Thursday night, we might need we might need Jeanette just to have us walk us through this entire <laughs> thing, just to help us out. Um, by the way, could you pull up Amazon Prime's new NFL theme? Because I want to put it up against CBS. I want to put it up against Sunday Night Football. I want to put it up against Fox just to see where it, it ranks. Okay? I honestly haven't heard it yet. Uh, well, good. Then we can get your immediate reaction on it. So while, while Friday Night Lights is looking that up, Jeanette, looking ahead, and we're a petty show. For sure. Okay? Mm-hmm. We, at times, wallow in the disappointment of others, okay? What, what would, Absolutely. What's something you're counting on being disappointed in in the NFL this year?
3: Aaron Rodgers. Like, I'm literally excited about it, as you can tell. I just threw my headphone out of my ear. Like, all this talk, especially off the off-season drama, and you lost an important human on your team.
1: Like it's time. Devante Adams. DeVante I think Adams. that's yes. the important human Jeanette was yes, talking yes, about. Yes, 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 yes.
3: I think you think you're still fantastic. You think you're still great despite all these crazy loony things that you've said and done. Can't wait to see you fall. Hard.
1: Uh, you know where I think a lot of people have their head at in terms of disappointment? a lot of people think Tua's is going be a disappointment, right? They think Tua's going to be the disappointment of the year. I think some people Stone, fe- are praying for it. I
3: feel like yeah. he has no expectation, though. So, so that's where I
4: was going to go. You said they were praying for it. I don't think they think <laughs> he's going to <laughs> fall on his face. I think they're hopeful that he falls on his face. Yeah, that's the face. thing. People are rooting against Tua.
3: Okay, so we all know I think you guys need to chill about your Tua obsession, especially when it's Tua, Tua... much. <laughs> I'm over you. Give me back my dollars that I threw at you. <laughs> that
1: is a lot of dollars.
3: But I, I think he just has no expectation. I don't want him to fail. I want him to do good. Well, listen to but this But his though. level
1: of good is pretty low. Uh, but I want you to listen to this, Jeanette. This is from Get <laughs> Up Today. Okay, and listen to what happens here because the the Dolphins' first four weeks are tough. You have the Patriots. You have the Ravens. You have the Bengals. And you have, who's the fourth team? Why am, I, why am I blanking on the fourth of the four teams here? The Chargers? Uh, no, because that's week 11. Bills. I'm, and the Bills. Uh, the Bills. That's right. So that's your first month, okay? Patriots, Bills, Bengals, Ravens. It's not ideal, right? There's a good chance the Dolphins, no matter how good they are, might get off to a little bit of a rocky start, okay? But I want you to listen to this discourse, and I want you to hear on Get Up This Morning on ESPN how it's attempted to steer it into a conversation about Tua potentially losing his job. Listen to this.
2: James, I know you're new to this TV thing, but in our business, we say you you just lead with the headline, and the headline here is just go win Tua. That's essentially what he just needs to go out there and do. And all of this pressure that we're talking about, all the things that we are dissecting about the type of quarterback he is. Can, is he accurate? Can he throw downfield? All of that goes away if the Dolphins start winning. And Jeff talked about what this offense is going to look like. And I don't know if I can emphasize it enough on the show, how much the Miami offense is going to look like the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. It is almost identical. So what you saw there is exactly what you're gonna see in Miami, and from everything that we're hearing, and we've heard a lot this summer about Tua, about how he's connecting with Tyreek Hill and, and, right. and his past catchers and Jalen Waddle, obviously. Um, all of that is good. It's just, can they put it together?
1: Okay, so that was sense from Diana Rossini, but before that, listen to how they tried to direct this conversation into a, well, Tua loses job. This is not easy. Patriots at Ravens, Bills, Bengals. James, how did they go in their first four with Tua
0: at the helm? I can see them going one and three. Oof. And, uh, oh. Like I said, that could be a, a rough start for them. Can he keep his job in that situation? Listen, I that. so. I think they'll yeah. stick <laughs> stick with him throughout the entire season. I know everybody says they have Teddy Bridgewater, who is a solid quarterback as well. But I think he has the you know, vote of confidence from the coaching staff and his teammates. So you just got to go out there and do it, man.
5: Wow. I think that's interesting. Because if they start one and three, Diana, you have to wonder if Bridgewater gets off the bench and
1: steps in. Because this is a team, not just with no, playoff aspirations, don't. but they want to go
5: a lot further than that.
1: No, no, you, you don't have to wonder if Teddy Bridgewater is coming off the bench because Mike McDaniel has a brain. He's not going to panic if you go one and three against the Patriots, Bills, Ravens, and Bengals. Did you hear that? I mean, as as he's trying to explain, oh no, I think I think he'll make. I think he'll keep his job. It's one and three. You got to stay with him. You got to have the confidence in the background. Is he going to lose his job? No, he's not. But that's what they're trying to do at ESPN. It's constantly. When's are going to lose his job? That's what I'm saying. There's the expectation he's going to be the disappointment of the year. Yeah, you know when you
4: ask somebody a question when you know what they're going to say? It's what he did right there. He just teed it up for Diana to kind
1: of – Be down on Tua, yeah. And Diana didn't take the bait because we did not take the bait. And this is why this show is great because we heard the last part of the clip first. Mm -hmm. Want to know why? Because we're revolutionizing radio. Mm -hmm. That's why. That is us. That's why. That's what we do. You (laughs) want to hear the end of a clip? We're gonna play it
4: first. I mean, we're glass half full people, so we started with Diana Rossini, right? right, The positive side, and we went over to the loser who started first.
1: Lead-ins be damned on this show. You're gonna get whatever (laughs) Stone feels like playing, okay? And you're gonna like it. All right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that Amazon Prime, the Thursday night games, are going to be the biggest disappointment of the year in the NFL. I'm not looking forward to it. I don't like the thought of having to subscribe to another app. I don't like people that don't have uh, the the resources having to go to another app. Uh, Jeanette thinks that Aaron Rodgers is going to be the biggest disappointment of the year in the NFL. Can't wait! And then... Here's the Amazon uh, – actually, hold on. Let me give the number here. Uh, the the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year is going to be what? What is the biggest NFL disappointment going to be this year? Who or what? Bill Barnwell says Falcons, Packers, Raiders, Steelers, Titans, they're going to win fewer games than they did a year ago. Those are his five picks to be team disappointments. I think NFL Thursday and Amazon Prime is going to be the biggest disappointment. Aaron Rodgers, Jeanette, thinks he will be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year. Who or what's going to be the biggest disappointment in the NFL in 2022? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. The number again, 888-760-3776. All right, Stone, let's hear this Amazon Prime Thursday night theme, okay? Because they did this whole production. They went to Nashville in a recording studio. They filmed it. And here's the final product.
3: It sounds like if Marvel went <laughs> trapped for a little bit.
5: <laughs>
3: yeah, that's what it sounds like.
1: So it's it's fine, but let's listen to the NFL on CBS if we could, Stone. I know we have it in the hotkeys. Let's just roll through. I, I just want to listen to that up against what we've come to know as the NFL themes. Right? This will take a little get a little bit of getting used to. Here's the NFL on CBS. Hell yeah. That just gets you hyped for no reason. It makes me tingly in my nether regions. Everywhere, really. Yeah. I'm ready for AFC football. Even if this is, like, Texans and who else is bad in the AFC? Browns? Jaguars. <laughs> Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Jacoby percent Browns. Like, I'm ready to go. Let's go to battle. Get on me CBS. some wing. Yeah. I want Iron Eagle. Give me Kevin Harlan. I need CBS, baby! Jim Sponarkle! Then, then, there's NBC. There's Sunday Night Football. You're sitting down, and you always have that dread. You're like, ah, Monday's coming. Start of the work week. I got a case of the Mondays already. <laughs> You're a little bit buzzed off of your Sunday tequila drinking. At least that's me. But you know what pulls you out of the funk? This song. Drums! Rico, Chris Collinsworth, Frigid Winter Nights in Baltimore. I'm into it. it yeah. Makes you feel good. It's it's powerful. It's dramatic. It commands a presence. You know, when I
4: leave work on that Monday, I can I can look forward to Chris Collinsworth sliding in the mm-hmm. frame there.
1: That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nice little pan. Yeah. Uh-huh. Camera action. And then, and then there's Fox. We know Fox. I mean, we know that Fox is always bringing it. We know... That Fox on a Sunday afternoon, 1 p.m., this is what you're getting when you sit down on the old couch. Legendary, right? And then there's Amazon Prime. So we just heard all of those, and I want to go back to Amazon Prime here. Go ahead and fade that in when you get a chance, because there we go. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, think there's a- I, I'm seeing Iron Man come That's flying in
3: with Hawkeye. Captain America <laughs> comes in. Is that is that Spider-Man?
1: Coming yeah, here from? he comes. Whoa! It's a little bit second rate compared to the other ones. They're trying to do too much and there's not enough French horn.
3: When the beat drops, Dead Bull finally comes in, that Marvel experience we wanted and getting geeky, but sure, it's great. That-
1: so maybe we're just not used to it. I know, but it's still, it doesn't have like the oomph. There's not enough horn. There's not enough horn. If you're going to make an NFL theme song. More cowbell. You need some (laughs) damn horns. Where's the French horn? Where are the trombones? Why isn't it blasting my face off? That's that's a good point. Very good questions. So it's just not quite there for me. Let's send a
3: memo to Bezos.
1: Hey, Bezos, do better thank you for sending me all of my items that I order in a very short amount of time.
3: Enjoy your fifth yacht.
1: <laughs> yeah. Who? Yeah, that's the thing. The dude owns like five, six yachts, and that's the best Bezos is doing for his... For his, He doesn't let his employees go to the bathroom. He saves money there. He has five yachts, and that's the best he can do. That's the best Bezos... He, he went into space. He paid to take a trip to space, and that's the best he could do he, for an NFL theme song. He could
3: have so hired John Williams. I I'm, I'm
4: surprised you guys think Jeff Bezos had a hand he in the NFL on
1: Amazon Prime. Jeff Williams or John Jeff, Williams. John Williams? Don't disrespect. Jeff, or Jeff John Williams and Jeff Williams. He could have bought some random guy named Jeff Williams. <laughs> Who or what will be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. Who or what? will be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year. Uh let's go and uh, get to a couple of social media entries here. Uh Ed tweets Kirk Herbstreet is going to be a big disappointment. Is anybody like I know that he lacks NFL experience and again I'm 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 curious about Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels, but I don't have much of a gripe with Kirk Herbstreet on NFL. Not at all. Unless <laughs> he's dead tired after coming off of uh Thursdays he has the NFL, then he takes a flight to wherever they're going, college game day. He does college game day. Then on some weekends, he takes another flight to get to where he's calling Saturday Night College football. The biggest disappointment for Kirk Herbstreit might be that he's not going to live through the football season. I think he's going to do fine, though, when it comes to calling NFL games.
3: I just don't think about him like that that much, unless I'm watching him. On yeah, TV,
4: but for, he, for me, it's a young, fresh voice. I'm excited 100%. for it. I'm yeah. willing to give him any
1: chance. Like, 100%. I, I'm honestly okay with it. Uh, Gorilla tweets in: Dak Prescott, aka Donovan McNabb 2.0, is going to be the biggest disappointment this year. <laughs> I I feel bad saying this because I like Dak Prescott. Dak wishes he was Donovan McNabb. Whoa! Yeah, at least Donovan McNabb is able to win playoff games.
3: Petty. So
4: petty. Dak's young.
3: Petty. You know, I, I'm
4: not ready to be Coming disappointed of injury. by the Cowboys. I'm a Vegas guy. I'm a degenerate. Them being posted at 10 and a half wins to start the season, that's something that I'm hopeful for. I think these guys get over that hump.
1: I, I really think that Dak, if he finishes his career, and we're saying, oh, that was Donovan McNabb, it's a good thing for Dak Prescott. I think the Cowboys <laughs> right, right, should be right. happy. That's all I'm saying. For sure. And Dak isn't even close to the Donovan McNabb neighborhood yet, okay? He's still 55 miles down the road, and there's some gridlock. There's a backup on the turnpike. He ain't in the neighborhood yet, and he's going to be a while, okay? Google Maps is crawling right now if you're Dak Prescott trying to get it in the neighborhood of Donovan McNabb.
4: Yeah, and if you care any bit, just tune in the First Take. You know, they're in, they're at the star right now listening to Jerry Jones. Yeah. <laughs>
1: If you're a Cowboys fan, (laughs) I just want to, so right now I'm looking at first take. And Stephen A. Smith, he has this thing against the Cowboys. The Cowboys practice facility is this palatial building in Frisco, Texas. And I've been there because Conference USA has their basketball tournament there every year. That's the conference FAU is in.
3: I've been there for a lot of fun things, including brunch. Uh,
1: Yeah, there's a lot of awesome restaurants right near this place. But they have gone out there today. It's Stephen A. Smith, it's Molly Karam, and it's Michael Irvin. There are hundreds, I mean hundreds of Cowboys fans who woke up early on a Thursday to roll into Frisco, Texas so they can watch a live broadcast of First Take uh, do I see and jo- jeer at Stephen A. Smith. Do I see
4: uh, Joe and Jupiter in the back there?
1: <laughs> Could the, be. The, the lack of priorities <laughs> in your life. The lack of priorities in Chill your life, out. the way your life has gone sideways, if you wake up on a Thursday morning and say, hey, I'm going to go to the Cowboys practice facility to watch first take in person, that's a different level of sad. Is it different than going to training camp and watching practice?
4: No. No. Because six of our teammates woke up early on a Wednesday morning. They were
1: entertaining partners and doing business. Maybe you should try it sometime. And I don't know if all of them are Dolphins fans, so I don't know. I don't know. Priorities. But at least when you go to training camp, you're watching these players work out. You're watching them in action. They're giving effort. This is first take where Stephen A. Smith is wearing a cowboy hat and he- yelling about how happy he is that you're terrible and you're a bad fan base. And you've decided to wake up early to spend your time with that, watching three people talk. I respect it.
3: Maybe it's their one day off and they have nothing better to do and they did indeed
1: show up. Or they up.
4: were anticipating it and called off because they're boys fans. It's Absolutely. one of the
1: biggest metro areas in the country. Trust me when I tell you there's plenty more to do in the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex than go to the uh, the Star, the Cowboys practice facility, to watch Stephen A. Smith bag on you. That's all That's all I'm saying.
3: Maybe they're there to see Molly Corm too. She's stunning. I would be there for no Molly. No doubt. I would be there for Molly.
1: So you wake up to go ogle a woman that you can never have a chance with. Uh, Even more pathetic. A lot of people do that. <laughs> a lot, oh, that's a normal thing. Call the strip club. You're right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, a lot of people, people do, do that. that. Ken, that's a great point. I've made men do many weird things <laughs> at 5 o'clock
1: in the morning. <laughs> Uh, and it's actually... I've been to plenty of strip clubs, so I'm actually calling on myself there. Uh, what is the biggest disappointment? What Who will be the biggest disappointment in the NFL this year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us, at KLV1063. I also want you to hear this. Uh, Amber Wilson, who does a great job on ESPN Radio, formerly uh, was 70. on uh, our friends down there at 790, um, but she is I think it's pretty safe to say she's the number one fill-in right now on ESPN Radio. She's gotten a ton of run this summer. For sure. And she was uh, co-hosting Carlin and Canty yesterday here on ESPN 106.3. We only tease because we love, okay? Uh, And Amber Wilson yesterday, I'm I'm in our kitchen. The lie. In the ESPN West Palm offices. I'm in the kitchen heating up some lunch, okay? And I hear... Yesterday, ESPN released their NFL Power Rankings, their preseason Power Rankings. People love Power Rankings, Jeanette. I know. Absolutely love them. They absolutely love them. Look at
3: Stone gushing over here.
1: And the opening topic of the show was ESPN's Power Rankings. Want to know how I know? Because Amber Wilson in a 30-second span, said it about 1,400 times. Listen to how many times in less than 30 seconds Amber Wilson said any variation of ESPN power rankings, NFL power rankings, or power rankings yesterday at the start of Carlin and Canty. Okay.
2: We start with ESPN's NFL power rankings maybe the all too early power
1: rankings here we've still got some weeks left before the season but it's never too early drew in my book for some good old-fashioned nfl power rankings so let's get into this list because i do think that there's some really interesting things here on this power rankings
2: list let's start at the top (laughs) the buffalo bills are the number one team on espn's nfl power rankings Of course, you can check this out this is part of nfl
1: Five in 28 seconds. Wait, Amber, are we talking about power rankings? I had no idea. You didn't say it enough. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah, the ESPN NFL power rankings. Sweet Jesus, man. But it made me realize Mm -hmm. people love power rankings. They love power rankings. And you know what? Today, we're going to give it to them, okay? All day here on Ken Levick Alive, I'm going to give you impromptu power rankings about a variety of things, not just sports. But we're going to power rank everything we can, okay? Because Amber Wilson, she can't stop saying it. You guys can't stop reading them. You guys love ranking things. You know what the Mount Rushmore of things are? You know what those are? That's power rankings. That's power rankings with a different name. It's a great call. Right? And what I want to do, give me some of that Amazon Prime NFL music. We're going to we're gonna try and get acclimated while we do some power rankings. That's going to be our power ranking music today. Okay, okay? let's go. Um, here we go. Our first Power Rankings here on Ken Levic Alive. Power Rankings, Power Rankings. Hey, it's Power Rankings. Hey, it's Ken Levic Alive Power Rankings. What is it, Amber Wilson? Ah, Power Rankings. Power Rankings of the top cities in Palm Beach County. Ooh. Okay. Number five, Wellington. I like horses. Not close up. Like them from a distance. You can drive through Wellington, see plenty of horses. A little far west for me, though. That's why they're number five. Number four. In my Power Rankings, Palm Beach County cities, Lake Worth. It's fun, a little bit seedy in some areas. You don't want to spend a ton of time there, but Lake Worth is good for a couple of weekends a month. Lake Worth, number four. Number three, Power Rankings in Palm Beach County, Jupiter. What a beautiful lighthouse. Oh, nice three. I would argue the best beaches in Palm Beach County are there in Jupiter as well. You know what they are? Spacious. Mm, head on over to Juno Beach. Different from, but that's an actual town. Ah. Not in the power rankings. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh uh. Oh, I apologize. You can't just start throwing Juno Beach isn't in my top five. Sorry, Juno Beach. I apologize. Don't let Stone throw you off. Number two, Palm Beach Gardens. Love PGA National. Easy to. Love the Honda Classic. An array of restaurants. Easy to get to along PGA Boulevard there in Palm Beach Gardens. Good school systems there, too. Palm Beach Gardens, number two. And number one in my power rankings of Palm Beach County cities, Delray Beach. Two words, the Ave. Woo! You can't beat the Ave. A little pricey, but the beautiful people hang out there. I know. You'll
3: see me there almost every weekend. So my number five was Palm Beach Gardens, straight out the gate. Great restaurants. I haven't really partied yet there, but the shopping and the eating, phenomenal. Uh,
1: Second to none.
3: Four. Boynton Beach. I love Boynton Beach. Ah. Between a couple great restaurants on the water, the food there, delicious. A lot of beautiful people out there, too. I've enjoyed them all. Three, Boca. Moved down here to go to FAU. Ah. My my college, my city that originally brought me down here cannot go wrong with Boca. Two, West Palm Beach. Oh. Clematis and I, we go deep. Yeah. And I'm actually going to move to West Palm Beach in oh. December.
1: Congrats. I shunned West Palm Beach. Yeah, that's a little messed up.
3: No. Uh, but anyways, and then... It's because I have to
1: park on the 6th floor at Phillips Point. Sounds like a in personal the sun. issue. Yeah. Well, no,
3: we all do that. Uh, and then, of course, Delray Beach. As yep. you said, the Ave, even a little outside the Ave, the beach, yeah. it does not get better than Delray Beach.
1: It's unanimous. Our first Power Rankings of the day here on Ken LaVica Live because everybody loves Power Rankings, Palm Beach County cities. Delray Beach is the number one city in Palm Beach County. What else are we Power Ranking? We'll find out. Later in the show. When we come back, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. We're talking ACLs and MCLs, and maybe we'll do a power rankings with him as well. You never know. We're full of surprises. Jeanette's back from Costa Rica. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
0: From the Anajar and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. That is true. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care... Are you
1: experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physician and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Washington Commander's defensive end Chase Young is on the pup list to start the season. He'll miss at least the first four weeks. You remember last year, November 14th, he tore his ACL and his MCL, and he is still not fully ready to go. Joining us now to discuss it, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Carry he joins us every week here on Ken Levick Alive. Dr. Ross, as always, thank you for the time. And so, November 14th, this injury happens with the ACL and the MCL. A tear of both. What does that do to the recovery time? How much longer does it extend it when an MCL is involved uh, uh, further than just a typical ACL like we hear about so often?
5: Yeah, that combination um, can change things a little bit. You know, usually if someone suffers an MCL injury at the time of the ACL, um, some orthopedic surgeons treat it a little bit different. In my hands, I like to allow the MCL to heal in first before doing the ACL surgery, and that can sometimes take four weeks to six weeks. So if I have a patient and actually have one right now, a soccer player who tore their ACL and an MCL. And what I'm doing is I'm bracing her for a couple of weeks first to allow the MCL to heal in and then following it with range of motion until she gets her full range of motion. And then once that happens, then we do surgery. So she's actually going to get surgery six weeks from her injury. So it already kind of puts her a little bit behind. Um, And then going forward, it's usually kind of standard to to an ACL surgery. Now, if you do surgery too early, like let's say someone tears their ACL and MCL and you do surgery right away in the first week, yeah, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that, but a lot of patients will battle stiffness in the early on with therapy.
1: Huh. Um, Why is that?
5: Um, I think the MCL, just uh, that portion of the knee, it holds a lot of um, capabilities for inflammation and scar tissue to happen. And if somebody already has that going on, and then on top of that, add a surgery... It's just a lot of a lot of inflammation and scar tissue that can happen, so it's a, it requires a lot more work to kind of get the knee moving again.
1: Uh, on its face, are MCL injuries more serious than ACL injuries? We don't hear about them nearly as often, or are we discussing similar procedures, similar recovery times with an ACL and an MCL?
5: uh MCLs are actually a lot quicker. So most MCL tears almost a, almost 100% of them if they happen alone by themselves, you never hear about them because people never need surgery for them. And they're just usually usually out. You know, some people get grade 1, which are minimal grade MCL injuries, and if that happens on a Sunday, they can actually be back for the next week. They just have to miss practice and be put in a special brace. Wow. So that's usually why we don't hear about MCL Tears as often is because they're not as severe. So I would say that ACL tears are actually a lot more uh, severe and require a lot more time off than an MCL injury.
1: Now, this injury with Chase Young, and we're talking with Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care here on ESPN 1063. This happened November 14th, and now we are sitting here August 25th. We're just under two and a half weeks from the start of the season. At this point, seeing how many months have passed and the type of procedure uh, that was done and the recovery process, is this point, is it just he doesn't feel confident range of motion? Is there still pain, would you suspect? Why would he not be ready to go for the first month of the year?
5: Yeah, I don't think it's uncommon um, this far out. So typically when we do an ACL reconstruction where we put a patient's own tissue in place of the ACL, your body has to uh, grow that back in, it has to develop new blood supply, and then it has to strengthen it, that ligament up to be the normal strength of your body's own ACL, which can take six months' time. The problem, though, is the return-to-play phase. So historically in the past, we would say, okay, you're six months out from your surgery, your ligament's strong, go ahead and get back. But if people go back too early and their knee's not strong enough or they're not ready for it, that's where they can re-tear their ACL. So we rely a lot here um, at FAU and all the other sports that we that we cover. We al- r- rely a lot on functional tests with our physical therapists where they do side to side testing on hopping, triple jumping, how many times they can do one-legged squats. And we get them to have numbers that are greater than 90 percent of a deficit or 90 percent is to the other leg, the normal leg, before we actually deem them clear to play. But then on top of that, what you um, mentioned was actually the confidence. That's the last thing that comes back with patients, And oftentimes, if you talk to someone that's had their ACL reconstruction, like two or three years later, you say, okay, you came back your first season and you played – when was it where you really felt like, okay, my knee's finally good? And they'll tell you it's like a year and a half or two seasons later.
1: Man, that is crazy that there's such a mental component to this uh, entire thing. If, even if you're uh, you're good physically, Doctor James Ross with us works. With pro teams in South Florida Works with Florida Atlantic Baptist Health Orthopedic Care uh, Before we let you go I realized yesterday, Dr. Ross That sports fans love power rankings I mean, cannot get enough of the power rankings So what I wanted to do Is is I wanted to give you my power rankings The top five joints on the body The top five joints on the body Our uh, power rankings here I want to see what you think about this Number five, the shoulder joint uh, Number four, the wrist joint Number three, the ankle joint. Number two, finger joint. And number one, the knee joint. The knee joint is my number one joint on the body. Uh, thank you for the power ranking, Music Stone, Doctor Ross. Uh, <laughs> it, the knee joint is that the? Would you say that's the top most important joint in the body?
0: Um,
5: I would say. Yeah, for sports, that's pretty. That's up there for sure. <laughs> you know, hands and things like that. It depends on your sport. Um, if we're talking about football, the one that when I was in sports medicine fellowship training, that I that we really didn't talk much about was the foot and ankle. And you know, we have within orthopedic surgery, we have a special field where people will do an extra year in foot and ankle fellowship uh, surgery. And I have a foot and ankle fellow trained uh, surgeon in my practice, Justin Wetherall, um, that kind of gets glossed over. But now that I'm taking care of FAU and other teams, I'll tell you what, in football, foot and ankle injuries are more common than anything. Yeah. High ankle sprains, midfoot sprains, you know, fractures, things like that. So if I had to go back and, like, relearn and pay attention to something a little bit more, I would have uh, wished I'd, you know... Learned a little bit more about foot and ankle. I mean, I've learned over the years through trial, but uh, I would say knee is very high up there, and that would be followed very closely by foot and ankle for sure. It is
1: embarrassing that I put finger ahead of ankle in my joint power <laughs> ranking. That's pretty bad. After that That's explanation, pretty bad. I mean, I am, I am thoroughly embarrassed. Dr. Ross, <laughs> great stuff. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you Saturday when FAU beats up on Charlotte, okay? That's the plan. We'll talk to you then. All right, Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Yeah, I don't know what possessed me to put finger ahead of, uh, of it, ankle. It, it didn't sound good either. No, like it's... You had a good list going. The finger joint, like <laughs> you blew it. Now, there's multiple joints in the finger, too, and that's the problem. I couldn't even identify. There's like three joints like in your finger. Right, exactly. You know what I got crossed up with? I firmly believe the most important body part is the thumb. Humans ain't bleep without a thumb. That's what separates us from every other species on the planet is our opposable thumbs. If you don't have a thumb, you're a little bit less of a human. I don't mean to offend anybody who may have lost a thumb in uh, in... childbirth and or in an accident. My apologies for that. But you need thumbs. Thumbs are important, right? But that's where I made that mistake. (laughs) Right? Over the heart or the brain. No, oh, buddy. You need the thumb. You ain't bleep without no, a heart. No, I just the mean. Lungs. Uh, not not <laughs> organs. We can do a whole separate power rankings on. Or- when we come back, <laughs> the top five organs in the body. People love power rankings. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. <laughs>
0: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. This,
1: Earth, Wind, and Fire. And they're going to be with Santana tomorrow night at I Think Financial Amphitheater. Doors open at 6, show at 7. Santana and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Now that that's a duo that's legit that's a duo now the great thing about earth wind and fire well you said a duo makes it more like a quad there's multiple members of earth wind and fire
3: (laughs) oh my just stop right there now earth wind and
1: fire back in the day back in the day there'd be like 47 members of earth wind and fire (laughs) there'd be no room on the stage and just horns Horns and horns and horns. As we've said, horns make everything. If the Amazon Prime NFL theme had more horns, it might be better than it is, mm-hmm. okay? If you like horns and good music, Earth, Wind & Fire, Santana, Tomorrow, I Think Financial Amphitheater, LiveNation.com for tickets, I Think Financial Amphitheater, and hey, if you don't like your bank, come experience why their members love I Think Financial for more information, visit IThinkFI.org. I Think Financial moving you forward. I Think Financial Amphitheater tomorrow. West Palm, Santana, Earth, Wind, and Fire. 6 o'clock doors open, 7 o'clock start. LiveNation.com for tickets. That's LiveNation.com for tickets. Power rankings, top five organs in the body. Again, we <laughs> we have realized Amber Wilson yesterday saying power rankings in some variation Five times in 28 minute, uh, twenty-eight seconds at the start of Carlin and Canty made me realize, my God, one, Amber is saying that an awful lot, but two, she's a pro. She's good at what she does. Maybe the higher-ups at ESPN told her, hey, really, pound in these listeners' skulls that these are power rankings we're talking about. Because people love power rankings. People love Mount Rushmore's. People love to rank things. So today, we're going to power rank. We're power ranking, okay? So... Top five organs in the body. Power rankings. Number five, the small intestine. Very important Th- to sleeper. bring in nutrients sleeper. to your body. Carry them through the bloodstream. The small intestine. That's a solid five right there. Number four, you pick left or right, kidney. Kidney, very important. You can go with one. I would you say, can't go without none. You know, you don't need both your kidneys, so I don't know. No, but how about that? I think I just came up with a saying that I'm going to have to trademark. Kidneys. Can ride with one. <laughs> he forgot can't it. Can't ride with none. He literally forgot <laughs> it. I think that's different from what I said the first time. It actually. was. It was. Yeah. Number three, your heart. Want blood to go through your bloodstream? The heart. Number three. The reason I have it at number three. Oh, yeah. Please explain. It can be replaced by a pig heart. If need be. Okay. Okay. Not. Or a robotic heart. Okay. Modern medicine is miraculous. If yeah, if you're Tony Stark's. <laughs> A lot of Marvel. <laughs> what is going go- on with Marvel? Stop it.
3: It's no. You want more Marvel? <laughs> you're going to get more Marvel.
1: Number two, the pancreas. What? The pancreas. You need bile. You need to flush things out of your body. You know the yellow stuff that comes out when you pee, Jeanette? Yeah. It's from the pancreas.
3: Um, thanks, pancreas.
1: Bilirubin is what they call it. You're so smart. Number one, the top organ in the body is the brain. You can't survive without your brain. That should be the unanimous number one is your brain. All right, Jeanette, top five organs in the body. Power five. rankings go.
3: Girl loves to eat, so I put stomach. That ah, stomach, the stomach has is important. held a lot of different yeah. stuff in You like get a hole in your stomach
1: lining, that hurts. That's called an ulcer. <laughs> I mean, but your small intestine can pick up the slack. That's right. That's true. Nutrients, absorbing them. <laughs>
3: Oh, there's been a lot of it anyways uh, Four, the lungs I like breathing Breathing is essential to life lungs, And I appreciate it
1: Very important, you're right
3: Three, heart a solid three Because yeah. I don't like how there's feelings associated with oh. the heart So I didn't put it at number two or you one You realize
1: your actual heart isn't what gives you feelings That's your brain
3: Oh, ew Ew Well, oh, whatever I'm blaming it on the heart uh, Number two liver. My liver has been through a lot mm. and it's done and it's solid still, work. and It's still, still, still rocking.
4: Yeah. A- MVP of your body. It, it, is it might be rock hard but it's still rocking.
3: Jeanette's liver. It is fantastic. <laughs> so it would be disrespectful mm-hmm. if I didn't put the liver at yeah. number two mm-hmm. right behind the brain which is of course the Tom Brady of all organs. <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. Yeah can argue that. Yeah,
1: the brain is truly the goat of organs in Absolutely. the body. Those are your power rankings, top five organs in the body. We are power ranking things every segment of today's show here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, by the way, the Dolphins canceling joint practice today with the Eagles, which never happens because of a stomach virus that is apparently going through the building. So, it, I don't – you've obviously – you guys don't have kids. No. Um. Did, did you ever, when you were kids, though, have a stomach flu that went through the house, like a norovirus or something along those lines? Yes. It is truly – and I know we live in a world of COVID, so I, under, I don't want people saying, oh, Ken, what about COVID? Oh. But a stomach flu that takes over your entire house, takes out every member of your family, is truly – one of the worst experiences that anyone is going to have in their life because it is quick it is intense and it is messy and man does it debilitate you i mean you can you can have an illness and still function when you have a norovirus or some sort of stomach virus you're done you can't get up you drink something and it comes up one end or down out of another end like it's awful a couple of years ago, probably a year and a half ago, this was first couple of months of COVID. I'm in the office doing the show, and I'm like, man, I feel weird. Like, I hadn't eaten, and my stomach felt full. And I'm like, that's a little weird, but I'll be fine. Whatever. I ate lunch after, um, after the show was over, and I'm like, man, I feel sweaty. This is weird. Um, I felt really full. Like, stomach was gurgling. I'm like, maybe I just need to go to the bathroom, right? It should be no big deal. i would handle it. No problem. And then it's like four o'clock. I get in the car, start to head home. I was driving my, my wife's van at that time because something was wrong with my previous car. And I get like five miles outside of West Palm and I'm like, no way. You know that flush feeling that comes over you Me? when you're about to get Worse. sick. Yeah. So I am, no joke, driving down I ninety five, rush hour traffic, okay? and I am just projectile vomiting all over myself Ew. and all over the steering wheel and all over the dash of the car. I couldn't just pull over on 95. It came, it, it came up too quick. I didn't have time to pull off and and do that on the side of the road. I'm, I'm not even joking. In my wife's car, I had a bunch of T-shirts in the back of my car. I had to pull in off 95 at Atlantic High School and literally start, like, scooping stuff out of the car and putting it in dumpsters and like it was a disaster. Then I had to drive all the way to Coral Springs from there. Just a uh, just miserable, awful. I get home, Adeline, I hear <laughs> when I walk in the house. I'm like, no way. No way. That was quick. So Addie had it. Leah had it. My youngest. Um my my father-in-law had it because they were staying to help with the kids at that point. It was a disaster. There is very little more miserable. So it just brought back flashbacks here. And Mike McDaniel today say, hey, we have to cancel practice because the team and coaching staff has the stomach flu. Like, people might laugh at that. That's a real thing. you got to shut it down if that starts happening. You don't, You can't have 100 guys puking and pooping all over the place in Miami Gardens.
4: Now, we do need to address this because I think there's a possibility that you, along with plenty of other Dolphins fans, got ball sacked. Because obviously you saw AJ Brown going back and forth with Dolphins fans and players on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to protect their players.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I AJ thi- Brown. AJ Brown got mad because uh, Miami TV reporter uh, tweeted out video <laughs> of Tyreek Hill uh, injuring Darius Slay yesterday. Ran such a hard route on Darius Slay. The dude pulled up with a hamstring injury, and AJ Brown. He tweeted at this Miami reporter. It was Clay Ferraro, yes. I believe, uh, WPLG, yes. Channel 10 down in Miami. Oh, why don't you show the clips of us beating up on the Dolphins, bro? Dude, he's a Miami reporter. Why the hell would he put that out there? For uh, he's, he's catering to Dolphins fans. But A.J. Brown, like, feeling offended that this had nothing to do with A.J. Brown being a baby.
4: N- nothing. But there's so much animosity. So typically in a practice, you know, if you finish the practice with a team drill, right, offense versus defense, 11 on 11 and it starts getting chippy and feisty, you'll get the players saying, hey, one more, one more rack, one more rack, one more set of plays, one more set of plays. A good coach would say no because that's typically when players get hurt. And I'm, a, I'm under the assumption that Dolphins staff and Eagles staff don't want to get any of their guys hurt because yeah. there's so much animosity. Someone's going to pull out a pair of brass knuckles you know, I, in the middle of Skelly.
1: Yeah, I, I doubt that. I doubt that. So
4: they went with what would get everybody, and that's the stomach virus. Well,
1: at first they said non-COVID illness, and my first thought was, oh, God, <laughs> the dolphins have monkeypox." Oh, my God. That was my first thought. That's where Ken's head went. That's wild. I mean, can you, it didn't occur to you at all that maybe it was monkeypox. You know no. what? I can't say it did.
3: I, did. I didn't either.
1: Well, you need to wake up.
3: <laughs> I've been blindlessly drunk. In Central America
1: for six <laughs> Central days. Central America is Central America, yeah. Yeah, I know.
4: Just hilarious. And Central America
1: is hilarious. You're right,
4: Stone. <laughs> just, I was drunk <laughs> in Central America Stop for being the past racist, week. Though. I'm not. It's just funny. You didn't say, you know,
1: whatever, whatever.
3: Anyways, so I, sorry, I have no idea what the world's going through well, right now.
1: Well, it happened today. Like you've been back for. Several days. Well, th-
3: you know, yesterday Barkley went down, and I kind of went down. Barkley with him. went
1: down. By the way, uh, for those of you scoring at home, and I know we talked about it yesterday, Barkley, Jeanette's dog, he appears to be okay on the mend.
3: Yes, definitely on the mend. He barked at the door, which is great, and he finally He's got lay- energy. He laid on his he laid on his side, which his stomach is twice the size, so he. So
1: basically, he got overfed.
3: He right? got overfed. So
1: his stomach, he, his stomach is all inflated and filled out, and it's pressing on his organs.
3: Exactly. So his organs are currently swi- uh, squish. So it's about, it's going to take about a week for them to get back to normal.
1: Jesus. Mm-hmm. My God.
3: Oh, well, careful who you send your dog to.
1: <laughs> Lesson learned. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> uh, when we return, I've got a power ranking for Stone. Uh, also, Rex Ryan. Reality TV show star? Stop. This is weird. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.